everybody. Welcome back to Foundations of Health. <laughs> Foundations of Health. I'm Troy. I'm Emily. And uh, this week we are we are going to be talking about recovery. It's pretty much the most important part of exercise because you don't get you you break down when you're working out. You're breaking down your body. Yeah, and you get stronger when you recover. Right. I'm excited to hear what you have to say on all this because yeah, I, I can weigh in obviously on nutrition and hydration both i don't it's, know too much about like the science of it's all of that straightforward it's not complicated this is going to be a short episode mm-hmm. to be honest but it is an important one right because don't people, skip this one <laughs> people, yeah don't skip this one people really ignore their recovery mm-hmm. so but before we'll do some quick introductions here in case we're listening to these out of order yeah and you haven't heard our intros yeah, yeah. so i'm i'm emily i'm a registered dietitian i help people to make healthier choices and reach their wellness goals. Yeah, um, we actually work together at, yes. a, at a gym where, and I always hear great feedback from Aww. people who have their clients. <laughs> yeah, people with clients. Same with you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and uh, and so that kind of leads me. Yeah, I'm a yeah. personal trainer. Yeah. And I've been doing this for a long time in different capacities from martial arts to wrestling coach to working with people mm-hmm. that are coming to this giant cruise ship of a gym. Yes, it is. I always call this a cruise ship of a gym. That's a good analogy. It's just huge and there's everything Yeah, there. a lot of stuff under one roof. Yeah. It's not your, your typical once, you know, one, uh, I'm thinking... No kind of fitness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll hold them all. Uh, no. And the funny thing is, is this room we're in was part of when I used to work in this building. Everyone, that's, everyone here knows the story because I blab it to everybody. Uh, this used to be a nightclub, this part of the gym. Mm-hmm. When this building was first built, The it's, if you're facing it from the parking lot, the left side, you know, the left 75% of this was the gym mm-hmm. and the right was this big restaurant nightclub. Right. And when I was 16 working in a nightclub, can't picture my kids are all over 16, mm-hmm. but I can't even picture my 17 year old look working in a, a nightclub <laughs> as a dad. Right. <laughs> You're going, Ugh. you don't want to picture it. You don't want, you don't want that. But uh, yeah, it is kind of funny. But yeah. Here I am. <laughs> Those two things you wouldn't think go together, the gym and the nightclub. No, yet, yet, this gym as is has its own tavern. It does. And tiki bar. Tiki bar. <laughs> Two pools, indoor, outdoor. Yeah. Sounds tennis great. Tennis courts. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. Very luxurious. It is. It is. Yeah, we've got tennis courts. We've got a track, mm-hmm. indoor track, basketball courts. Oh, yeah. You can get your uh, your hoops on. Yeah. yeah we've got a little spa. <laughs> yeah, we have a little spa. Yeah. We have dietitians. We have personal trainers. We yeah. have everything. Come yeah. check us out. <laughs> Come check us out. Executive. And, and it's in Manchester, New Hampshire, wherever, if you're not in the general area. Yeah. <laughs> but you can be, you can, people can reach you remotely for a training, yes, right? Yes, yes, definitely. We work with people using telehealth. So if you are not in the area and you're interested in working with a dietitian, we have options for you. And you can reach me again, Foundation Personal Training. Yeah. And the links, the links will be in the show notes. Yes, we'll always. Make sure that's at the bottom. Right. Of every single one. Yeah. And then we'll have our other interesting notes that we may put in. Although this one, once again, like I say, we're probably taking up as much time here as we will for recovery. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty straightforward. So I say this all the time. I usually use a visual of showing this is how much you're working out. Mm-hmm. And this is how much your recovery is worth. Your recovery has to exceed your training. Right. Bottom line, that that's the outline of everything. I'm going to say here is going to be based on that. Your recovery has to exceed your training. Mm-hmm. If you work out at a pace that exceeds your training, you're going to crash. You're going to get injured. You're not going to get the gains you're going to see. You may put on more fat. 
Oof. Your cortisol levels are going to go up and you're going to start getting that belly fat. You hate to see it. You hate to see that. <laughs> so don't do that. <laughs> so it, it's really straightforward. Get your sleep. Get your sleep. Hydrate. Hydration. Yeah. Nutrition, of course, is yeah. a is a big component here. Yeah. Th- those are probably the three pillars. Yeah. Uh, if you're not getting a good night's sleep. I had a neighbor ask me, geez, it has to be at least 10 years ago. He's, he's talking about how he's not getting enough sleep. Mm-hmm. He's like, well, what can I do nutritionally to make up for that? Mm-hmm. Nothing. <laughs> nothing. You need sleep. Yeah. I work with somebody uh, now that this young lady gets nothing for sleep. Nothing. She actually, she, I said, write down what you get for sleep. And she had two nights in a row where she had six and seven hours. Oh, okay. okay. The next night was zero. <gasps> and the rest of the nights were two and a half to three hours. Oh, my gosh. I said, you cannot How is she? So it. she's just in like survival mode. She's in survival mode. She talks about how, oh, your body gets used to this after no. a few months. I said, no, your body will not get used to dehydration. <laughs> You're in constant fight or flight. Like, yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that that is no good. So that's the key thing right there in recovery is you have your sympathetic, which in this case means your response to the yeah. fight or flight. Yeah. Uh, and then your parasympathetic, which yeah. is your rest and digest mode. You need to get in that rest and digest mode. Yeah, that's uh, when that's, a that's lot of recovery. Yeah, a lot of hormones yeah. are active in your body during that time. Yeah. Neurotransmitters, the whole orchestra is coming together to keep you healthy. Yeah, um, <laughs> and, and hydration is is another key to that because I'll get into this in a second about how you also are are just getting blood flow. And if you don't have enough hydration, you're not getting the proper blood flow. Yeah. For one. Yes. Water, hydration. I mean, it makes up so much of our bodies and yeah. it's like so many processes in our bodies need that water and that hydration to take place. Even like a lot of your vitamins, minerals, they need water to be absorbed into your body. So actually, you know what? Let's actually spend a little bit of time on this. I was just thinking because we say hydrate. Right. People go, well, what do you mean by that? How many bought? This is what I hear all the time. Well, how much water should I be drinking a day? Right. Response is always it. Yeah, what depends. <laughs> it does it does depend on the individual. Yes. You know, I don't think there's like a blanket like one size fits all by no. any means. I yeah, think that I you can really pay attention to your own hydration levels by like looking at the color of your urine, you know? Like yeah. that's the number one I'd say that too. It should be clear unless you just had a B vitamin. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's okay to see like a little pale yellow, but like as if your urine is looking like apple juice, you need to you need to get yeah. some water. If your lips are dry, yeah. unless you've been skiing and it's winter and you've been facing yep. harsh winds, chapped lips. That is a huge that's that's a sign. I, that was the first thing I started using as a cue myself yep. was oh my lips. Yeah, because yeah. I feel like it, you don't always or maybe people are good at ignoring their thirst cues but thirst is yeah. actually like not even the first sign of dehydration like you can be dehydrated without necessarily feeling thirsty yeah I, so you know i it's important to stay ahead of that you know making sure what are some what are some tips that you tell people to to stay hydrated well that is the you say your urine check your urine yeah. and you should if you're not going to the bathroom every couple hours you're probably dehydrated yes definitely um one thing i always yeah. tell people is like just get a reusable water bottle make sure you're always carrying something around with you like you know we talked last episode about making it as easy as possible for yourself mm-hmm. to succeed if you are in an office all day and you don't have water you're not going to yeah. stay hydrated so make it as easy as possible get yourself a fun little water bottle I'm um go on my own little ranch and say <laughs> get a glass one yeah so you can see through it and well, that, you know and how I just, much i just don't want you drinking plastic yeah that or i have 
what is this is stainless steel steel. like i'm a type of person that like i like my water cold so i like something that's going to keep my my water cold and in an insulated container i also find that getting a water bottle that has a straw makes me drink more water yeah for whatever reason like if i have to unscrew a cap it's i'm just not staying as hydrated if i do like i have a couple of these water bottles if i forget the one that has a straw like i'll keep the cap off of it because it's just easier for me yeah like easy as possible Yeah. yeah exactly what about electrolytes yeah, depending on the types of workouts that you're doing. Like, it's it's summertime right now, right? Mm-hmm. So it's really hot outside. You lose a lot of electrolytes through your sweat. So it's really important yeah. to replenish those. You know, if you're doing any type of endurance event, it's it's good to get some type of, not just even straight water, but something that has some electrolytes something. in it. I have even heard you can <clears throat> dehydrate yourself if you're drinking too much distilled water. Yes, you can. flushing out electrolytes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. There, It is possible to become overhydrated, Probably not a lot of people. Well, maybe if they're health minded and or yeah, unfortunately, <laughs> yeah. yeah um, but I feel like yeah, the general population. I'm not usually worrying too much about overhydration, yeah. but it is possible you can end up yeah, like I would o- say most almost are dehydrated. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, you can end up yeah. almost like overwatering yourself, and then. <laughs> <laughs> you're getting rid of too you many electrolytes. electrolytes and you're not, yeah, you, you actually become, in a sense, dehydrated yep. from your overhydrating. Yeah, for sure. Another thing is just, like, knowing how many ounces your water bottle is. So if you, yeah. like, my water bottle is 40 ounces, which is a lot of ounces. That's but of ounces. if I drink two of these a day, I'm happy. I know I'm pretty well hydrated. Yeah. You know, there are days that I don't get that, but yeah. I try. And then another thing I'll say is if, if you're somebody that just doesn't like the taste of like plain water, try like infusing your water with some herbs and fruit or, you know, uh, like cucumber water is really kind of refreshing and hydrating or We're lemon hitting. water or. We have this. This, goes, this, <laughs> this tells me right here because we keep referring in a sense, you know, directly referring to mm-hmm. our last episode on habits. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yes. may be. Could we say so far this is our most important episode? <laughs> yes. yes, we keep referencing it. But yeah, it's making it more appealing yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I'm going to go ahead and say that will be our most important episode yes. because none of these other things are going to matter if you're not doing them. Right. If you don't build the habits. You've got to build your them. hydration habit. Yeah. So as far as recovery, we've got that. We've got our sleep, our hydration, and nutrition, which we talk about electrolytes. You can get that through nutrition. Yeah, definitely. If you're not getting the right nutrients for rebuilding, yep. then you're in trouble. Uh, one of the things is just your protein. Mm-hmm. And there's been some great studies that have come out. Um, it started out of Stanford where getting your, I talked about this quick, briefly in another episode, mm-hmm. getting that morning protein, getting the bulk of your protein in the morning. Yep, helps. Uh, it is shown to be the most significant. No matter what time your workout is, mm-hmm. getting the protein in the morning was the best for uh, muscle maintenance mm. and muscle gain. Yeah, so that's great. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, just giving your body the the fuel, the amino acids that it needs to build not only your muscles but protein and those amino acids help to build your enzymes some of your neurotransmitters some of your hormones (laughs) everything everything it's not just i think we tend to think like protein muscles but everything in your body yeah is built up of these amino acids yeah it's really important so make sure you're getting your quality protein in right down to neurotransmitters Mm -hmm. which is yeah the signals 
and then the little micronutrients and all, all these things that help with getting things repaired. Mm-hmm. Again, we break down. When we're working out, we are breaking down. Yeah. It's the repair that gets us stronger. Yeah. That gets us very well. And, and I won't, I don't encourage this, but that's the whole point of a steroid. Mm-hmm. Steroid isn't the idea. It does, it's not like this. It's turning up the volume on your strength. It's turning up the volume on your recovery. Right. Which allows you to do massive workouts. Mm-hmm. That is the key to how a steroid works. Mm-hmm. It is a hundred percent recovery booster. Mm-hmm. And again, Interesting. don't, don't do steroids. Yeah. Please don't, do please steroids. don't, don't take this don't as a, a sign massive, to do steroids. <laughs> you'll get a massive heart yeah. that uh, will fail Yikes. you. Yeah. You want your heart to be strong, not big. Right. Right. Big difference. Yeah, definitely. So protein. And then the other piece of nutrition and like just fueling your workouts in general, um, you know, your body's energy comes from glucose, which comes from carbohydrates. And so fueling your workouts properly, making sure you're getting enough carbohydrates to fuel them, the right types of carbohydrates. And that is such a like, there's such an anti-carb movement in the health Oh, yes. in, 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 in a sense, I mean, we get this because people are eating junk carbs. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. It's like there's a big difference between, you know, potato chips and like yeah. trick cereal and um, fruits and veggies yeah, and but, oats. <laughs> but for all you low carb, no carb people, let me tell you, your body needs that fuel. Your yeah. brain runs on it. Your brain can only run on glucose for fuel. Yeah. Ketones you can run on. But that's that's... A whole other. Like, we don't, we don't want to talk about yeah, ketones. Okay. <laughs> we don't talk about Bruno or ketones. I pre- I'm pretending ketones don't, don't exist. exist. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, That's a whole other story. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, ultimately, and then it's the recovery too. Like you, you want to replenish those those stores so that your body yeah. has the energy that it needs, not only to fuel your workouts, but to fuel your everyday activities. Yeah. So, I, so those those are your big three: sleep, hydration, nutrition. Mm-hmm. You need that. Uh, I, I'm going to kind of list this as, as a, a sister <laughs> to one mm-hmm. of the three. Uh, when I talk about you, your recovery has to exceed your workout, it has to exceed your stress. Mm-hmm. So stress can be other forms. It might not be your workout. Right. If you have other stress in your life. Mm-hmm. Which we, it, we all do. We all do. Right? Uh, it can even be a nutritional stress too. Mm-hmm. If you're pounding away crap at your body, that's mm-hmm. a nutritional stress yeah. on your body. Yeah. But even just work stress, relationship stress. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that will impede on your recovery. So if yeah. you if you're that stress is putting you in the fight or flight mode, mm-hmm. you're being knocked out of that rest and digest mode. Yeah. You're not recovering. Yeah, and so this all key. you know it ties into your hormones too, which I think we did talk about a little bit in our habits episode, but. Like I always equate them to kind of like a symphony or an orchestra, you know, we all, we want them all kind of working in harmony mm-hmm. and that's going to mean that, you know, a healthy body pretty much. And, but it's so e- like if one hormone is off, if one instrument is off in this um, symphony, say, yeah. then it can throw off the entire symphony, yeah. right? Where that's kind of like your hormones, which, you know, when one hormone is off, it has a really like a domino effect on a lot of your other hormones. And that's particularly true when it comes to your stress hormones. Like when your cortisol is elevated for a prolonged period of time and like you are just constantly just excess cortisol, that has a really profound impact on a lot of your other hormones. And your hormones are responsible for everything (laughs) in your body. (laughs) Are we going to – some of this stuff is so important. That we are going to have a couple episodes based on just this. Like we have coming up an episode just on sleep. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Uh, and then after that, Key. it's a whole episode on mental health and stress reduction. Mm -hmm. So we will dive further into this. But right. the, again, that's the pillars going down from there. But still, I see huge differences in people that do a proper cool down. Mm -hmm. that, that's key in that um, when you are working hard, you're creating all these waste products. Mm -hmm. Again, you're breaking down. Working, work, the workout itself is not initially good for you. Yeah. You're, okay. I mean, yeah, you're, that's stress on your body. Right? Stress in your body. You're actually your immune system's getting weaker mm -hmm. while you're, you know, working out. So a proper cool down is going to help right away with removing some of those waste because mm -hmm. you're working at a lower pace. And when you're working at a lower pace, you're just more focusing on blood flow. Mm -hmm. So that's going to remove waste and it's going to get nutrients to where they need to be. Mm -hmm. So lower pace workouts mm -hmm. will absolutely help you out significantly and you see a big difference and when i do a proper cool down with my clients mm -hmm. they sit there and go wow i'm working out harder than i have with yeah some other trainer not me <laughs> <laughs> yeah uh but but i'm not sore right i'm like yeah it's because we're doing proper cool down mm -hmm. and it makes a huge difference it really yeah. does again this is gonna be a short episode because it's not a whole lot because that's really the focus i'm gonna have and i'll just di dive in a little deeper on that like uh, tracking your heart, uh, your resting heart rate and your HRV mm -hmm. to see where you are recovery-wise. HRV. HRV is your <laughs> well. You know what? Okay, I'll cover the easier one that we all know about: resting heart rate. Right. Your resting heart rate, which you wake <laughs> up in the morning. That if that starts, you should be checking that. Yeah. Check your resting heart rate in the morning. That's the simplest way to do this. And what's going to happen is if you start to see an uh, increase in that resting heart rate, you're Likely overtraining. Mm -hmm. Something's going wrong. Okay. Stress is going up for some reason, and it could be overtraining or it could be work stress. Mm -hmm. But something your body's telling you, let's uh, let's keep an eye on things. So let's take a little deeper dive in something that's going to give you a cue way sooner and be even more precise. And that's your heart rate variability, mm. HRV. Mm -hmm. <laughs> heart rate variability is the the difference in time from beat to beat. Okay. So to make this simple, let's say your heart rate is sixty, mm -hmm. sixty beats per minute. So you may say, oh, so that means once every second it's beating. And the truth is, it's not. That's not how it works. So it's like as you inhale, it's going to increase. As you exhale, it's going to decrease. Mm -hmm. And the time between those peaks, as that changes, that's the variability mm -hmm. in, in, uh, in your peaks. There's, well, I can send links that can really send you on a rabbit hole in that. But just to sum this up, you want a, you want a bigger heart rate variability. Mm -hmm. The higher that is, the better your heart health is and that's one of the first things that is going to start to take a hit when you're overtraining. Mm -hmm. So yeah, if you have this specific event, I'm going to just briefly touch on this because this isn't what most people are thinking. If I have like a race coming up, mm -hmm. you can four weeks out, you can ignore your heart rate variability at that point and start to kind of hammer away. And then at that last week, okay, now you get a temp taper off. Yeah. Yeah. And you'll see a boost in performance. Okay. That's yep. not our everyday health. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> not our everyday health. So that's going to be key. If you lack sleep, you're going to watch your HRV crash. Mm -hmm. If your diet is crappy, if you're drinking alcohol, we didn't even really get into that because oh, that yeah. is going to that's going to be a sleep assassin right there. Yes, not just my snoring, <laughs> uh, and it's going to affect your recovery yeah. big time. It's also going to affect your uh, going back to the habits and willpower episode. Oh yeah, so willpower goes willpower. way down Dest when alcohol is consumed. Yeah, that pizza it. looks a lot more appetizing after <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> after a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, so things to watch out for, especially if you're drinking in the evening. Yes. Oh yeah, it will crash right before you it will, are it going will crash to bed. Your HRV. Yeah. yeah. So that's something. How do you measure that? Um, well, 
There's different apps for that, but you need a device that's going to track that. A polar heart rate monitor is accurate enough to measure that. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned a device that I use on my ear for my meditation. Right. In another episode, that's accurate. So that's if you really, how dedicated you are. Like professional athletes, most of their trainers will have them using that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Beyond that, you, you, I like to not consider a day off mm-hmm. sitting on the couch. Yeah, you're going for like an active recovery, like active a walk, recovery. right? Again, or we're trying like to get blood some flow. gentle movements. Yeah, you're, you're trying to get blood flow through the area. There's a, a, a mobility work. It's funny because just um, the other day I ran into a physical therapist friend of mine that I hadn't seen in a couple of years, mm-hmm. you know, pre-COVID. Right. And we're gathering. One of the things he mentioned was this uh, GOTA. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And he starts talking like, oh, wait a minute. I've got that tab open on my computer. I'm waiting to go through that. Mm-hmm. And it's just a mobility routine. So I'll put a link for that. It's highly recommended by this physical therapist. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to get on it the next week when I find some time. Uh, so you can check that out. Mm-hmm. Message us if you want. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah, how it works. Definitely. But something even like Tai Chi or just going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Going for a walk, doing maybe a little like yoga. Yeah. Pilates. Get that mobility, get that blood flow. Yoga and Pilates, you're going to get blood flow into areas that maybe aren't hitting it. Right. Aren't getting it normally. Yeah. Uh, a good recovery I do, and it's from that whole knees over toes trend now that's mm. peaking, is uh, walking backwards. Mm-hmm. Okay. You can do that lightly because you're getting so much blood flow into the knees. Mm-hmm. And I found if I'm doing that consistently, I have zero knee aches mm-hmm. going on. And I mean, I'm 51 years old and I've had a very active, very active uh, life, you know, yeah, jumping definitely. off ridiculous heights and just sports wise, you know, hockey, yeah. football. Martial arts. Yeah. I haven't been kind to my to my knees, but this <laughs> makes it so I have zero aches in my knees, like ever, for anything I do. That's incredible. Yeah. So, like, if somebody's working out hard, mm-hmm. wh- how many days a week should they be, like, working out hard versus taking those, like, kind of active, active reco- recovery active days? So, well, that d- depends on a few different factors. Age is going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the younger you are... The, the better your recovery is going to be. Yeah. But boy, that nutrition, sleep, and hydration. Yeah. That makes a big key. impact. How it depends on how good you can control your recovery. Yeah. Well, I'll go into some other things here, like heat and cold, and even like voodoo flossing. Mm. But that's a whole other thing. Well, I'll, I'll touch on that. I don't know what that is. I'll touch on that in a minute. <laughs> yeah. They, they're going to, they're, that's going to affect. But for most people, like a, an active, uh, a regular adult who is keeping busy work life and everything, I say try not to exceed two high intensity workouts a day. Uh, a week. I'm a sorry. week. Okay. A week. Okay. If you go beyond that, you know, measure your heart rate variability. Yeah. Uh, one is enough. If you really want the benefits of that intense workout, one is enough as long as you're you know, you're doing your other workouts mm-hmm. throughout the week. Yeah. You, you can, it's just so easy to exceed the recovery. Mm-hmm. And that is usually my biggest problem with people who are active gym goers. Yeah. And that's, I think, yeah, we run into that. We see that a lot, a lot. here. Like it's youth, pe- a lot of people think the more the better. A lot of people feel like every time they work out, they have to push themselves mm-hmm. really hard. Mm-hmm. And that is just, I mean... Counterproductive. It is counterproductive. <laughs> I mean, some people love that feeling. I'm, I'm going to confess, I love that. I love pushing myself yeah. really hard. It feels great when you're done. I was I was that <laughs> idiot in December, as we mentioned, who yes. pushed myself. Was your heart rate going up? <sighs> your resting heart rate? My resting heart rate was definitely yeah, going up. Yeah, yeah. That's interesting. Up. Yeah. Good little self-experiment. My, my HRV was, was bonking. Crashing. And I was also cramming hard for uh, the little entrance test you need to right. get into so the nursing program. Right, so you had program. other stress. So I was studying really hard for that. Wow, you were just... I was all out. <laughs> destroying yourself. I, I will say I'm working at a pace now that may be a little higher than that. Mm-hmm. 
but not workout wise. Right. Yeah. 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 That's true. Uh, but okay. I'm so focused on my recovery now. Yeah. I'm dialing that in intensely. And yes. another thing you can do for recovery that I'm doing is that sauna. Mm-hmm. Sauna is getting that blood flow. Mm-hmm. And it is so relaxing. I've never like <sighs> done that. I love the sauna so much. <laughs> Whatever stress you bring into the sauna, you leave in there. Yeah. It just. Do you go in the one here? I go in the one here. Yeah. Yeah. I've never gone in the yeah. one here. It just punches the stress right out of you. Damn, that <laughs> yeah. sounds amazing. I it, need to... Uh... It does. It can take some getting used to. Yeah. It takes some... Uh, a lot of people, you just got to, like anything like the habits, you got to start slow. Right. And work your way up. Mm-hmm. It is such... They found people, uh, recovery rates increased significantly for people who that are doing That regularly sauna. do the sauna. So yeah. what's an infrared sauna? Do you know anything about those? Yeah. It's just, okay, so a regular sauna is hot rocks. Yeah. Bumping. And you're in like a wooden... Is that right? Or am I yeah. completely making this up? Well, yeah, the, you're picturing, yeah. I'm the, picturing a sweat lodge. Yeah. <laughs> not far off. Not exactly wrong. But yeah, the ones in here are your regular saunas and not the infrared ones. Yeah, yeah. You can buy, the ones you buy at the house are usually infrared. Mm-hmm. And those are more penetrating waves versus just that external heat just blasting at you. Okay. It's made to penetrate, so the temperature has to be a lot lower. Oh, okay. Otherwise, you're going to start cooking organs a yeah, lot quicker. Yeah, you don't want to do so that. So that's the difference right, right. there. Okay. Just to, I've it's heard the of them, of the I heat, wasn't. The source of heat. Like, I'll, like the heat sauna down here, I can get up to about 180 degrees mm. before I'm like, oh, hell no. How long do you stay in there? That one, I'm going about 20 minutes. Wow. Now, the sauna, and we have a hookset. <laughs> yeah. We have a hookset branch. Mm-hmm. The sauna in there is so bleeping hot really that you will start seeing things i mean <laughs> you're five minutes in and you go why is that mouse in the corner singing i hate that song and get rid of that top hat it looks stupid on you you start hallucinating it's so bad it's just like who keeps turning this up oh my god turn this temperature down Wait, it's bananas okay so you don't have control over the temperature you can in that one, but if, once it's that hot, oh, it is so hot, yeah, you it can't touch come, the surfaces. Okay, gotcha, you can't gotcha. touch the surface. So you just going, stand in there? Ouch. <laughs> you're on your sandals, you sit in a ta- you sit on a towel, and if your ass touches that wood, you're cooked. Oh my god. You are cooked. I'm terrified. You don't want to even touch the walls. Like sometimes I do stretches yeah. in the sauna. It's a great time when things are a little loose. You just gotta be yeah. careful not to overstretch when you're heated, because yeah. you can do that a lot easier. Um, but... I go to use the wall in there and it's like, hell no. Yeah. Oh my it, gosh. But you turn it down and the inside is so it's hot. Already, it just takes yeah. forever. Okay. Gotcha. To cool off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So it's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Come to the Manchester one. <laughs> it's a lot. Good to know. Yeah. But you'll feel that. And obviously be safe if you start to feel dizzy. Yeah. Like if I'm fasting. Yeah, Which I I have found I'll get I'll get dizzy too easy. So mm-hmm. it's like I don't I reduce that time significantly when I'm fasting. Mm-hmm. But it's so stress reducing. Yeah, sounds and, great. And it helps. With the, so so I highly recommend that icing. So okay. icing yes. cooling down. You gotta bring me into your barrel situation. Into the barrel. <laughs> yeah, you actually can reduce your gains okay. by cooling off right away because that inflammation, that initial inflammation, we talk about again. The exercise itself is a eustress. It's a, it's a good stress. It's mm-hmm. a stress on the body. Yeah. But being a stress, it means it's doing stuff like causing inflammation. Mm-hmm. Still having very, the same effect of stress. Having the same effect yeah. of stress. So if you uh, cut that inflammation out too quickly, you're actually losing some of the benefits of that okay. exercise. Hmm. So you either need to wait a little bit or it depends on what your goals are. Yeah. Um, I have talked about how like I've done ridiculous things for my birthdays. And when I do these ridiculous health feats, mm-hmm. I'm causing inflammation. And because I had it in my head before, oh, stay away from 
stuff that's going to reduce my blood flow yeah. and reduce my benefits. Mm-hmm. I stay away from it. And then I'm thinking, well, when you're doing something extreme, don't worry about the gains. Worry about recovery. Right. Yeah. Like and ice. Like the reach the beach races. Reach the beach. And yeah, the, yeah my, <laughs> I've been telling everybody now, get one of those barrels in mm-hmm. the van and then whoever gets off their leg, we jump should. in the barrel. The problem would be keeping enough ice <laughs> to if like... Insulate it, if you insulate it, then the, yeah. the, of course the only gross thing is you're jumping in everybody else's... Everybody else is, is in the so, same ice. <laughs> so try to rinse off first yeah. or just say fuck it. Yeah, yeah. Well, One it's just kind of the point you get to when you're running those races anyways. You're in a van yeah. together for two days. Yeah, yeah. Fuck it has long since been reached. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Yeah. So that that is something to do in another... I mean, it's going to help reduce inf- overall inflammation. So if you do it a, a little distance from your workouts, and if in case you're worried about it affecting your gains, which it's typically, it's mostly affects like hypertrophy, if that's your goal. Mm-hmm. So if that's not your goal, you can worry about that less and focus more on the fact that you're reducing your overall inflammation. Mm-hmm. It actually is really effective for depression. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, if you're like me with ADHD, mm-hmm. nothing will laser focus you more. <laughs> yeah than an ice bath than sitting in a barrel full of ice oh <laughs> hell yeah and that lasts for hours yeah. and hours it really is effective it's wow. super effective so that's going off topic but it is super effective so the voodoo floss is something that started with physical therapists where they use it's like a stretchy band mm-hmm. and let's say you've overused your elbow unit you don't have a lot of blood flow in your joints and if you have overused say your knee one of the, one of the things you can do is you get these, just look up Voodoo Floss and be, and look up Kelly Starrett. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he has the best instruction on this. Lots of physical therapists will say, oh, this is, it works by doing this. And the truth is, is nobody really knows why it works, but <laughs> the reason why it might work. So that's what he says. He goes, well, it could be this, it could be this, it could mm-hmm. be that. I don't know. It's Voodoo. Yeah. Basically. Voodoo. Gotcha. Is, is that's how it gets yeah. the name Voodoo Floss. But check that out. But it does tend to get the junk out of. That it affects your pain receptors. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good stuff you can get from Voodoo Floss. That's getting pretty specific. And I really advise you talking to somebody that knows what they're doing first. Yeah, doing that. Definitely. Yeah. But that's it. I said this would be a short episode. And uh, well, I guess it wasn't too short because we went off the rails. <laughs> we as digressed usual. a little bit, you know. <laughs> we digress a lot. Typical. Typically. Well, anything <laughs> I'm involved in is going to digress. <laughs> Me too. But yeah, that, that's it. You were a big key sleep, hydration, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Do a good cool down. Mm-hmm. Watch the rest of the stress in your life. Handle what you can and monitor. You can track. You can track your recovery. Yeah, yeah. Whoop. Good to know about the heart rate. Yeah, and, yeah. If anybody's familiar with the Whoop band, W H O O P, that is the entire goal of that band. Is is just a recovery tracker. Mm-hmm. Okay, it tells you cool. how hard you should be able to work out that day. Cool. Yeah. Very good to know. Yeah, and we will in the sleep episode. Yes. Dive into that. Yes. Next time we will be talking about sleep. Sleep. Yeah. That's a really important topic. How, uh, how again might somebody get a hold of you there? Yeah. So you can either email me, ekerouac at ehsc.com. That's E-K-I-R-O-U-A-C. You can visit our website, ehsc.com. You can also find me on Instagram at ekerouac. That's my that's my handle, as the yeah. kids say. Yeah, and again, all this will be in the show notes. And yes. I am T. Edwards at mm-hmm. ehsc.com. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the remote training like you do mm. so much here, but I do have my own, on my own website, Foundation Personal Training. 
So you can, I can, we'll do remote training for people that way. Yeah. So definitely, definitely check that out because we're also going to have our articles on there for every episode. Yes. And again, the links will be in the show notes. Yes. Look for them there. Right. <laughs> so again, next episode, tune in. It's going to be sleep. We've already recovered foundations of exercise, foundations of nutrition. Mm-hmm. We had our habit and willpower episode, but we're going to be diving into the next few episodes. Again, sleep, mental health, stress reduction. I'm, we're totally going to geek out on the gut health. Mm-hmm. But we're going to go into stuff uh, in future episodes. Like, uh, I can't wait to hear your stuff on, like, choices you make eating out. And- yes, yes. And the blue aprons of the world yeah. and the HelloFresh, all that kind of stuff. Yes, I'm definitely. Very Emily's input on this. Definitely. Awesome. Well, thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, we appreciate that. Again, if try to get help us out by rating our episode. Mm-hmm. Give us a review. And, tell your friends. Uh, tell your friends and just sneak it onto it. Find their podcast. Find their phone when it's Yeah, just, it. yeah. <laughs> just, add. <laughs> just add it. No, but yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely share, subscribe. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So until next time, you have been listening to Foundations Foundations of Health. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Stay healthy, everybody.